I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. <laughs> yeah. Dragons defeat the West Tigers 34-18. Look, Dragons looked outstanding. On top of that, they look way better than they did at this time last year. Even though last week they were a little bit disappointing when all their first graders went off, um, they still looked better than they did this time last year. You know, you have to give credit. Even though, you know, we've been like, oh, I don't know how the Dragons are going to go. It's going to be a tough year. When you see a performance like that, yes, we can all go, it's just trials, you know, no offense, Hammy, just against the Tigers. We can we can roll that all out if we want to. But you've also got, got to give credit where credit is due. I thought they looked outstanding. I thought they looked like they had punch through the middle, more punch than I've seen in a very long time in a um, Dragon side. I thought Flanagan was really, really good. Benny Hunt was outstanding. I think their combination looked way better than it has looked. Um, Sua looks like he's almost back to his best. Rabbitohs kind of form. Uh, Jack Bird looks like an out-and-out centre, like don't move him there. Uh, really, really good showing for the Dragons, in my opinion. Leave, leave some guys for the rest of us, Kempi. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, the centres are unreal. I, mate, I reckon Moses Sully looks the best he's ever looked right now. Yep, mate. Beast. Absolute beast. And, like, even, even the – what I do like is you're seeing the crafty nature of a premiership-winning coach mm. of these, like, specific plays – on specific defenders. So he's gone, you know, Bud Sullivan on that edge, and he's gone, well, he's a smaller body. Not a chance. What are we going to do? We're going to get Ravalawa and Suli just to go at him on the trial line and see what happens. And that yeah. wasn't that just had Flano all over it. Yeah. That, it was the first or second try, little going from dummy half across, brings Suli under. Yeah. Again, like it looks simple, but well, the Dragons haven't done it for a few years. Awesome coaching. <laughs> and, coaching. And even now, like, Suli did look as good as he has in years, but also... They just utilised him and got him into the game really well. Yep. Instead of him having to just take shit hit up yeah. after shit hit up, they actually had a set play, got to a certain point on the field. And whether it's Bud Sullivan or, or you know, uh, Aiden Caesar or any seven in the comp, you know, unless you're the, one of the top-tier best defenders, like a clear or something, even a cleary, you're getting bumped in that situation. Like, it's almost impossible physically for a, a half to stop those two yep. boys at full pelt on the line like that. Yeah. Um, 
And that's just really shrewd coaching, like really smart, crafty coaching that, you know, it's the part of the game that coaches don't get enough credit for where imagine the coach isn't Flanagan and it's in a do or die close game and you need six points. That's where tactics come out. And that's why it's so important for the Dragons to have a premiership winning coach like Flanagan um, because like he's a cream of the crop. He can do things like that. He can, ha- he can have tactics and make sure the boys execute them. Um, like, Everyone, Francis Molo's been outstanding. Little, obviously, great. If anything, Molo, uh, well, not if anything, but he was the best front row on the field, in my opinion. Um, then you got Sua, who was also outstanding. It's funny because you've got guys like DeBellin and Laurie that were a bit quiet, and I think I don't think Laurie, play, um, Laurie played that many minutes. And then you've got the other guys that are usually a little bit more quiet stepping up, which is a really, really good sign for the Dragons. Not to mention, uh, Luciano Lua is going to walk in there over the next few days. So I think uh, Jaden Silver said post game that he would probably move to the right hand side. Okay, Lua on the left, so you get Lua, Suli, Ravalawa on that side, and, uh, and an edge back <coughs> from a, from a forward pack heading into this year where we were sitting there going, I don't know where the punch is. Like they need to get people in that forward. They've got plenty of battlers, which we all love, and then for Sua to come out and you know get his form back. And granted, he's been injured, so it's hard for him to get form. And then Leilua, so you're going to have an edge of Sua Leilua. It's pretty how bloody good. Quickly, do things change? Ooh. Like how much better that looks? So you said Sua returned to the form we know he's capable of, and then you had Luciano in there. It's not bad. It's, it's not it really like Sua at his best has played Origin. Leilua was one of Cowboys' best forwards, uh, you know, especially last year. That they can take it to top eight sides at their best. That edge back row. And then you pair it with a you know Benny Hunt, pair it with you know uh, Suli with Bird. Like it's it's kind of starting to look. I think that the Dragons for most of the year will be quite competitive. The biggest, I guess, battle for them will be their depth. I think. Yeah, and it's, as you said, Campy at the top of the the game, it's easy to be cynical about you know saying oh, I was against the Tigers who were wooden spooners last year. They look poor in that. The Tigers completed at ninety five percent. And they still towed them up. Yeah. And just dominated them, like yeah. through the ruck. Uh, uh, this is a four pack that we all agreed heading into the season, we would probably put them at one of the lower tier forward packs. Completely dominated them. I think when you look at the Dragons and their opening draw, uh, they go the Titans, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, then into Manly. It's four games that they can win there. Put it this way. That Dragon side beats that Gold Coast Titans guy yesterday. If they play the way they did. Yeah. And that, that, that's my, not worry, but that's what I'm interested to see is that, you know, we sat here last Monday, probably the most disappointing side, let's be honest with you, was mm-hmm. the Dragons. Mm-hmm. They copped a lot during the week. Um, was that, you know, them getting their back up off the back of that? Are they going to be able to do this consistently? That's going to be their big test. Yeah. Uh, look, I was definitely disappointed with the Dragons last week, but I thought the first 20 when they had their mm. starting side on, was pretty good last week. It was just, you know... And also, again, they're playing the Rabbitohs here. Like, we're not talking, you know, mm. a bang average side. We're talking about a side that a lot of people have winning the comp. Um, but it will be interesting, and it's basically what you're saying, is that will it be a season of loss back against the wall, win, loss back against the wall, yep. win? Honestly, as a Dragons fan, you're probably taking that though, aren't you, at the moment? It's not ideal. It's not ideal, but... All things considered. Like, yeah. if you're winning every second or third game, like I'll cop that as a Dragons fan at the moment. Yeah. But I guess that will just make it frustrating when you see performances yeah. like Saturday night. You get 
fuck, look at what we can do, yeah. what we're capable of. Uh, mate, I've got to give him a wrap. We've been critical of him over the last year or so, or if you want to call it critical, whatever. Tyrell Sloan, I thought he was really good in this game. He was really good, really good. There was, you know, probably only, yeah, there was only like probably one defensive thing there. I felt like he could have put his body in the line. But that's being too critical, way too critical. He was, um, he like, for example, the difference between Sloan last week and this week, mm. makes a line break, gets run down, doesn't throw an offload over his head, yep. takes the tackle, they go again. Um, and I will say, if Flanagan manages to um, get the best out of Sloan, like, it, you could genuinely make the argument it's one of his best uh, achievements as a coach, outside of obviously winning a comp. But... To get a guy like Sloan, who for years we all know how good he is, if he can do this week in, week out, it's a huge win. Uh, and it turns their season on its head. Massively. If you are then able to keep Lomax on the wing or in the centres, wherever he may land, depending on injuries and what happens, it's a huge win. Mm. If he turns him into a regular NRL player and you know smooths out these rough edges and he becomes anything close to the player that we know he can be, you've all of a sudden got one of the most explosive fullbacks in the NRL at the back for you. Yeah. Then you've, then you've got probably a hungry Lomax who's going, you know, I need to keep my spot here on the wing, even though you, Lomax... Because <laughs> now he's lost his centre spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got a guy in Lomax going, oh, shit, like... And I do think you saw a different Lomax this week. I thought he was much more engaged, especially the first part of the game. Um, like, yep, it's one trial. Guys, we get that. If they come out in round one and get tailed up, we're not going to be going... Oh, that was a surprise. But at the same time, what more can you ask from this yeah. team? Yeah. Like, if you if you're gonna sit there and be like, oh no, nah, it was nothing. It's like, well, what do you want then? When they lose, you put shit on them. When they play really well, you put shit on them. What's the point of even talking exactly, about it? I'm not changing predictions and saying like I've got them, I've got them bottom two. I still do. But as you said, what more could they have done? I, my my prediction is still the same as probably all of us. I think first twelve to fourteen rounds, they're gonna be one of the worst sides to play because they're just gonna be grindy, tough. Hard to get a win. So they might hover around, you know, your 10th to 12th, even 9th to 12th. It's going to be the back end of the season that I, I'm a bit interested to see how they go death-wise. So what, if I was a Dragons fan, I think the thing that would have me the most excited of all was the back end of the game. They flashed to the sideline. Benny Hunt was there smiling, yeah. laughing. He looked happy. First time I've seen it in quite some time. And, and also as a Dragons fan, what I would be excited about, at least use a try and – like, I feel like for many years – Every signing was safe. Uh, the game plan was safe. And it was just like there wasn't energy around the joint. What I like about the Dragons now is they're either going to fail big or they're going to win big. Uh, not this middle ground of like, oh, we'll just have a middle year again and we'll just go quietly, you know, in the middle of the bottom of the table. It's like fail big. I'd rather fail big than just like do a nothing thing. Put that on a T-shirt. Fail big. Fail big. Yeah, well, don't fail too much, big. When <laughs> <laughs> you come last, um, but I, I've always of the mind of you, you go all in. This, this, I never understood the. It seemed like for the last few years everything was so safe. Like the signings were good, solid NRL players that could kind of get through their work. Whereas this year they're gone. Okay, Leilu was on the market. Yep, is the the price a little bit inflated? Yeah, to a degree, but. If we land him and he kills it, it's going to be an incredible signing. On top of that, Sloan, everyone said pick Lomax. Flanagan's gone, nah, nah. Everyone's telling me not to. I believe in the kid. I'm going to give him a crack. 
We're yet to see whether it will work out, but at least he's, you know, living by the sword, die by the sword kind of thing. And that's where if you are the Dragons making signings, like a guy like Lua, you know, would they have been hesitant to sign him last year without a coach that they know can get the best out of guys? All of a sudden, Flano walks in there and you go, you know what, fuck it, we'll, we'll back ourselves to get yeah. something out of him. And, and also in Lua's, I guess, um, I wouldn't say defence, but I bet there's no way Lua thinks he's going to go down there and it's going to be cruisy. Like if you think you're walking into a Flanagan team and it's going to be cruisy, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Um, Kyle Flanagan, want to give him raps. I um, look, he did play more of the the seven role to a degree, and actually Ben Hunt did come out last week because our concerns were, how does he fit as a six? Because he's a seven, and then Benny Hunt's going to be like, do you take the ball coming out of our own end? Or and Ben Hunt literally, that's what he came out and said. He said, I'm going to have to get used to trusting Flanagan more to do that kind of stuff. Um, but I thought their partnership was great. I really did. Thought it was really good this week. And if they can just keep building on that, it's great, great news. Dragons. Yeah, credit to Flano. Very good performance there. And also that's another kind of live by the sword, die by the sword. Like the risk to go out and sign your son, knowing the extra heat that brings. Yeah. At least he's going all in. Are you going to sign your son when you're coaching the Broncos? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, he's got to earn it. Okay. Earn it. Yep. You know what? When I'm we'll coaching the Broncos... You'll have him? No, that's not going to happen. I already signed him up last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> you signed him up last week? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. CBA merch, blog.shop, grab it. Um, <laughs> no, he's going to have to earn that, mate. Yep. He's going to have to earn that, right? Uh, okay. Now, on to the Tigers. Man. <laughs> what a strange team to uh, kind of like analyse because their completion rate was really good. You look at their, their starting sides and they look quite strong. I want to start with the positives. I thought Stefano had one yeah. of his better games. I think he looks fired up this year. I think he looks like he almost understands the clock is ticking on people going, mate, are you going to fulfill your potential or are you not going to fulfill your potential? Uh, I don't think he is going to be satisfied with just being, oh, yeah, I'm just a good NRL front rower. I think he's only going to be satisfied when he fulfills his potential. Um, so that positive for him, 18 runs, 187 metres, 76 post contact, 10 tackle breaks. When was the last time you saw Stefano have 10 oh, tackle breaks? Geez, that's good. That's bloody good. Any front row for that matter. <laughs> Mate, really good. 21 uh, tackles, only uh, one miss. So, yeah, a really, really good knock for Stefano. And, and that's something that in a tough night as a Tigers fan, that should get you excited in my opinion. Like something to hold on to and go, well, at least we're seeing something there. Mate, if the Tigers manage to unearth Stefano as the front rower, but we know he can be, God, it's a game changer. Absolutely. It, it, it's exactly what their forward pack needs. It's yeah. already a good forward pack. If yeah. you throw a gun Stefano in there, <sighs> huge. Um, the, the concern I guess I have with the Tigers is that starting 13, or even you could say starting 14 with 12, is, you know, quality. It's just when the bench and that come on, they're quality players, but they just are... Sometimes looks like they're okay with not trailing on the inside or a drop ball here or a drop ball there. Um, just like the little things sometimes can fall through the cracks when their starting 13 isn't on the side. Uh, look, it's not – the real positive is, like, yes, it obviously sucks that it was a quite a dominant display by the Dragons, but they completed 95%. So at the very least – You've got a team that is buying in to what Benji Marshall is saying. That's a strong, strong message of a team that is buying into what their coach is saying. Um, and also, I do think that I'm pretty sure they played with their 
like starting side brought players off quicker, I think. Uh, I'm just trying to look at their stats here. Um, so run meters actually had more run meters. They had more post-contact meters. Um, they're just lacking that X factor that the Dragons had in <coughs> Sloan, in Ben Hunt, in Suli, because uh, it's eight line breaks to three. I'm just trying to find defense. What a weird stats game. Yeah, that's what I mean. That so, is bizarre. So, like, as a Tigers fan, I get it. Disappointing is everything. But all of the areas where, like, statistically, all of the things that you want ticked were kind of ticked. Just the one stat that matters, obviously, you didn't tick. So it's not as bad as, let's say you rolled in and we looked at it, it said 65% completion rate. You know, you missed, you know, 60 tackles, 70 tackles, like something like that. That would be concerning. So disappointing night, but there are little slivers of hope, in my opinion. There are silver linings there for sure. Um, what are we thinking with these halves, boys? I thought Galvin looked unreal when he was on the field. He, he really does. And the only issue I have with rushing him in is it's almost like the Brooks situation where you rush him in now, you've got a club's hopes on a young fellow's shoulders. Do you want that really early in his career? So much pressure on him coming into a wooden spoon club. He looked good, though. He looked, look, he, he looked the best, in my opinion, out of the halves. Yeah. You look at the numbers, as you said, like the completion rate was a massive tick for them and very encouraging, but at the same time, like they had 59% of possession after 34 minutes and were down 24-0. So despite all the ball that they had, possession, they said they won the, the metre, the yardage, they still couldn't really put points on the board in that first half. I thought their four pack at times last year were decent enough. It was the same problem, it was just fragile edge defence. It was so leaky. The Dragons were walking through them. Yeah. And also, like, outside back-wise, do they have the same strike as a lot of top-tier squad? Like, they are probably short a few outside backs. Yep. Um, I'm trying to be glass half full. This, You've uh, done a good job of it, mate. Thank you. Thank you. This Galvin situation... You're on board? I'm pretty glass half full. I'll let, let, let Rue go This Galvin situation just reminds me a lot of Isaiah Katoa last year. Wayne Bennett spoke about him all pre-season. I think we all sort of sat here and went... He's too young. He's too inexperienced. They'll go for Cody Nicarima. Wayne was talking about him during the preseason. Benji hasn't shut up about him all off-season. I reckon there's every chance he names him. Mm. I was going to say round one, round so what two. What do you go? What, Caesar? Oh. I reckon there's a, re- there's a real chance to. Yeah, okay. Got what, Caesar what? and Galvin. Not Bud. I think so. I, I would go Bud, personally. But, I don't know. I, it, it feels like Isaiah Cartel all over again to me. Could you, play just, could you just play Galvin off the bench and ease him in a bit? Yeah, that, that, that would be what I would do. Especially because he's, so, he's fairly versatile. He can play edge back row, he can play yep. halves, he can play centre. So you could do that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to start him. Just so much pressure. Mm. But off the bench maybe. What do you reckon, Hammy, about the Tigers? Yeah, glass half full for me, certainly, uh, Kevy. Um, I love that from you, mate. Look, if we won this game, we would have won the preseason challenge, potentially. And the Tigers know <laughs> the teams that win the preseason challenge don't make finals. They don't win comps. So, oh, you um, threw the game. We let it through the keeper. What did we do? We worked on some stuff we needed to work on. Completion, terrible last year. Got to the end of our sets. You, you, you touched on it before. A couple of little things that were an issue for us. We we addressed those. So there's you know building towards a few things there. We also came up against a team that had four players in the team of the week: Suli, Ravalawa, Hunt, and Sua. We had two honourable mentions: Sloan and, and Little, who just. He played the game of their lives for the last uh, season and a half. So I'm, look, ha- I'm getting a feeling that this isn't genuine analysis and it's purely fan 
analysis. No way. No. <laughs> no way. But you're quite right. Lockie Galvin is the exciting one. I'm inclined to agree with Timmy, though. I reckon starting off the bench, ease him in. Good point you made as well, Kempi, about getting a young gun half in there and going, this is our guy, heaping the pressure on him. Um, you know, end up overpaying him. He, he hates it and leaves in 10 years. We don't want that with Lockie Galvin. Then he Galvin. wins a Clive. Yeah, they went to Clive um, at, at great odds. Um, no, I think uh, I, I want to get him in there, but I don't want to rush him in there. And, you, you know, he is versatile. He played, what do you say, four positions um, just about the other day. Rue as well, nipped yep. into the centres and stuff as well. Um, a lot to like about uh, Lockie Gavin, but I, I don't think I'll be starting him at number six. Don't think Benji will do that as well. Is my I, um, what I love the most about Lockie Gavin, we've heard about his like, half-playing ability from Benji, and we've heard about all that. But to come on and have 16 runs as a young fella, mm. like that's such a good attitude to have. I know I'm harping on about it. I even had one comment last week say, shut up with your shit stories, Denon. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it is so important. You want your rookies. They don't need to be arrogant or cocky, but just fucking rip in. And that's what I like about Galvin because let's say he is an out and out six, would you say? Mm. Or seven? Maybe. I, mm, not I would, seven, I reckon. Not seven, six? No. Let's say he's an out-and-out out six. Tell me how out, how many out-and-out out rookie, like, teenage sixes come on and rip and tear for 16 runs. Like, it, so it does cool. not happen. It doesn't happen. And, I like, I, he just looks like the sort of kid that some – like, I imagine when Bud Sullivan came back on, he would have run out and said, I want you to play second row. He would have gone, yep, yeah, sweet. I'm there. I'll tell you what, if, the, if he can, like – what a boon for them if he is so good defensively he can play <laughs> second row, but he's in the sixth jersey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, look, that's another exciting thing, obviously, is when you unearth guys like this in an NRL trial to have the impact that he had, like that's a big win from a preseason tournament. Yep. Big, big win. Yep. Also, it's a, it's a uh, massive um, positive for Benji Marshall to be able to identify that. What do we talk about manly? Talking players up and then they deliver. That's a huge win. Yep. Huge win. Uh, outside of that... Yeah, so look, glass half full. Stefano killed it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And you've got uh, guys like um, Galvin, who obviously rookie coming through and killed it. Now it's just a matter of, because like, the thing is, what's clear here is uh, the edge defense needs to be sorted, yes. But what's clear here is the forwards can get good field position. They can win battles. Now it's just about the sixes, sevens, and ones having to execute on that and the outside backs being explosive enough to you know, get the yep. points. All right, boxing guys. I know I've got some big announcements coming. The huge Tim Su fight in Vegas at the end of March and KO and myself might be doing something so freaking cool for it, so stay tuned for that. But rising super bantamweight contender Sam Goodman returns to the ring in the hopes of continuing his run for world title shot when he faces Mark Schleibs in the co-man event Fan favourite Isaac Headsplitter Hardman will face Venezuelan Edry, Edry Saavedra. That is Wednesday, the 13th of March. Order exclusively on main event with KO Sports. No KO subscription is needed. Make sure to order the fights, guys. Aussie boxing. We want to get it bigger. We want to support it. Plus, um, Sam Goodman. And also, 
the head splitter, Isaac, notoriously put on good fights, guys. That is March 13th. Grab your order. Uh, you know, support KO, those supporting us. We really appreciate it. And also, love me a bit of Australian boxing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call click or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.